Take it from me. I'm just a high school dropout. It's funny how it turned around. Just a burnout. Tell me who's laughing now. I ain't living my best life. Something in the air tonight. High school dropout. It's funny how it turned Welcome to the official Burnaby Central podcast, High School's Weird. I'm Isabella, and I'm joined by my fellow co-host, Denise, and our special guests, Miss Loom and Miss Lawrence. Welcome to the show. For those of you who do not know, Miss Loom and Miss Lawrence are two of the counselors at our school. They approached me to do a segment on mental health and self-care as our school is hosting its first ever Mental Health Week from May 3rd to May 7th. So my first question for you guys is how did the school decide to implement a mental health week? Um, So basically, uh, Mental Health Week is every year from May 3rd to 9th. And so we're just playing off of that. And we decided instead of just calling it simply Mental Health Week, we wanted to call it Wellness Week because that really highlights all these different parts of mental health, you know, Mm -hmm. from your physical health to emotional and Mm -hmm. so on. Um, so yeah, and that's kind of like, what was the impetus to start that up here at Burnaby Central? Awesome. So May 3rd to May 9th, that's mm-hmm. mental health week. Is that in Canada? Is that? Yeah, it's in Canada. It's, uh, the Canadian mental health association that, um, has started it. Okay. And this is the first year that Central's doing it and calling it wellness week. I believe so. We're both new counselors. Yeah. Oh. Uh, we have a new students. <laughs> brand, it's brand new for us anyways. I think we had some like a reiteration of that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And just a spin-off question. Do you think that quarantine has increased your awareness about mental health? I would say a bit of like yes and uh well, mostly yes. Uh, I would say quarantine and the restrictions have definitely been a different time and everyone's kind of had to adjust. So for mer- for me personally, like self-care and, you know, mindfulness and what that looks like right now during those restrictions and quarantine, I think is a bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. Mm-hmm. And I find that, um, you know, just from talking to, um, to friends and colleagues, that for some people, quarantine has been really hard on their mental health, yeah. um, especially for our extroverts, people who yeah. really thrive off of connections with other people. Um, myself, I'm an introvert. I've actually really enjoyed the extra time at home and yeah. just the reduction in, um, in like requirements for my time. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, um, it's definitely impacted different people in different ways. Exactly. Like I know personally for me, it's like routines. Like I'm a huge routine person. I like to write down everything I need to do. I'll even put like a timeline and be like, okay, 30 minutes scheduled for this. So when quarantine hit, like, for as soon as it was announced, like we didn't start school right away. There was like a little bit of a break so that everyone could figure it out. So I would like spend my days, I'd wake up and be like, okay, like, what am I going to do? Like, I have nothing to do. And I think uncertainty is so big for everyone. Like for me, even like we're going back to school, but I just felt like this year, I haven't really been able to get into that same routine that I have previous years. So I think it's really important that we have this week, especially near the end of the school year. Yeah, I agree. And I'm also an introvert. And I think for me, before quarantine, I was that type of person who was like, no, I don't want to hang out with my friends. I want to stay <laughs> home and relax. But now, especially when quarantine started, um, we had to go in that phase where you you weren't you couldn't choose to stay home anymore. Mm-hmm. You were kind of forced to. And I was like, oh, well, I'm always at home now. 
I want to do something else now, but I can't. So it it was difficult to adjust to that. And again, like you said, a routine. I'm used to every year at the beginning of the school year, join the volleyball team, do choir concerts, things like that. And we weren't able to do that this year. And that made me really sad because those are my favorite events to do. So Yeah, especially yeah. in senior year. Mm-hmm. That's, oh, I know. Like, I talked to all the seniors and I'm like, hopefully next year, like, there'll be like a graduation and stuff. But this year, it just feels like I love that we're back at school, but I'm it just, it doesn't feel the same mm-hmm. still. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's different for sure. Yeah. And, yeah, it's not, you know, so much of our school is really is about our community events exactly right and about those um those times also outside of the classroom yeah. where you're in teams or sports or clubs and you just don't get that same school feeling without those mm-hmm. huh. yeah so before we dive into kind of more discussion about that do you want to explain to us what exactly mental health is so um mental health is really um it's something that we all have mm-hmm. um everyone has mental health Um, When we talk about mental health, we kind of make the distinction between um, mental health and mental distress and also mental disorders or Mm -hmm. diagnosed mental health challenges. Um, And so that's something that we really also want to bring attention to is kind of the difference between those. Um, Because all of us have mental health is really just what's going on inside of your head. Mm -hmm. Um, And all of us have that. We all have these inner lives and inner voices and everything that, you know, that uh, impacts our lives. But when we talk about um, actual um, diagnosed mental illness, that's a whole other level where it's something that's really impacting someone's life. Um, We all also have mental distress. So say you're studying for a big exam and you're starting to feel really, really anxious. That's not a diagnosed mental illness. That's just mental distress. That's, you know, an anxiety Mm -hmm. that kind of spurs you on to motivate you to do better on the exam. Um, so that's one thing we really wanted to stress was the idea that language really matters. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, and just touching on that, uh, is there any stigma like around mental health that you want to address and, and talk about to students? Yeah, so I think um, what Miss Loon was talking about, a, a lot to do with a big start would be language matters, I think, and making sure we're using that proper terminology and when it's appropriate. Um, I think also, you know, uh, the stigmas of maybe, you know, when you are going through some something to ask for help, to go mm-hmm. seek out a counselor, and that is not a sign of weakness. That is a sign of courage and an extreme amount of vulnerability to talk about those things with someone you may not know. And again, and that doesn't have to be a counselor, that can be a trusted adult, a friend, but I think it's important that we normalize and talk about the different things we're going through, especially during quarantine again, because mm-hmm. I think that's where we get a sense of compassion and empathy from people around us is knowing that, that, that you know, we're struggling with different things and different severities, but to just normalize that we are going through things and we're here to support one another and counselors are here to support all the students. And yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I really like how you mentioned that there are so many different outlets that you can reach out to Mm -hmm. because I think a lot of us feel like now that we're so isolated, it's kind of like, oh, we're losing friends, you know, we can't talk to our families. But I think we need to understand that there are people out there who you may not even know yet that can help you, like our counselors. Like I talked to my one counselor, but there are four other counselors and um, what's Mr. Wayne's like official position? 
a safe school specialist. A safe school specialist <laughs> and yeah. our teachers. There are so many people out there who mm -hmm. you're able to talk to that yeah. we don't even know about. Yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, going on to what you were saying, Miss Lawrence, like, I feel like there's a lot of shame to talk mm -hmm. about, even if you don't necessarily, ha like, you're just going through distress. Like, I think there's a lot of shame to even, like, bring it up. And I think that's also because of quarantine. Like, I feel like quarantine is such a weird thing because for once everyone's sort of going through the same thing. Like we're all dealing with the ups and downs of mm -hmm. it. And so you just feel guilty, like kind of like letting loose your baggage on someone else because you don't know what that person's going through. And then there's the shame of, well, are they going to judge me for it? Do they, do they feel the same way? Mm -hmm. So I think it's really good that we just, just end that stigma and be like, you know, everyone has mental health. Um, everyone's going through something right now and just talking to people about it makes so much of a difference. Like for me, when I'm stressed, I, even if the person, like they're not really listening, I just need someone there and I just need to recite like, okay, I need to get this done. And even if they don't, like, I'll ask them like, what do you think about this? And I don't really want their opinion. <laughs> I just need to like play it out in my head. I need to reenact it with someone else. Yeah. So for me, it's so big that like, we are compassionate. We are empathetic like we are there and we're like listening and even if we can't offer advice like we're still um just compassionate we're still open and we're we're just so nice with each other like kindness can go a long way yeah for sure yeah thanks for sharing um can you guys give us a little insight on what activities or themes that might take place this week yeah i can um take on that one so again we're calling it wellness week kind of encompassing like everything um all the different parts of our lives that contribute to like our health you know mental physical spiritual emotional and our well-being um and each day has a different theme so monday is mindful monday this is going to be kind of um we're going to be doing some meditation and gratitude activities that may take pl uh, place in your classroom and also they're going to be available on our student services blog um, where you can do them on your own time. Technology Talk Tuesday, there's a guest speaker, um, Jesse Miller. He's going to be talking about technology use. And I think, um, you know, just with quarantine again and the amount of screen time we're getting, which mm -hmm. is amazing that we're able to stay connected, but also, you know, talking about limiting that and making sure we have um, time away from the screen. Yeah. And then Wednesday is Workout Wednesday. It's linking physical and mental health together. Um, there is um, some physical activity challenges. Also, there's going to be um, Move for Mana, which maybe you can speak to in just yeah. a second. <laughs> and then um, there's Therapeutic Thursday, which will be uh, kind of conversations around self-care and stress, um, kind of going into creating uh, your own individual self-care plan and what that looks mm -hmm. like. And then Friday um, is kind of, is fun Friday, community <laughs> building focus with a, a school-wide cahoot, learning some fun facts about uh, the staff in the building. And then there's a survey and then there's prizes for some of the physical activity challenges. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward That's to so it. Um, before I ask the next question, I, I do want to touch on Move for Mana. Yeah. So Move for Mana is a club. I, I probably mentioned it like four times on the podcast. So everyone <laughs> listening is like, stop it. We know. But it's a club I run at my old school. I introduced it this year at Burnaby Central. Really hope it takes off and it stays. But basically, it's a club that helps save the helps to save the lives of children suffering from malnutrition. So what we do is we host a month-long physical challenge, and we get students to download a specific app. And every time they get active, they play 
basketball, they play soccer, they bike to school, they walk, they will track it on the app. The app will convert that activity into points. And those points will unlock a food packet that goes to a country of the school's choice. So as I mentioned before, my old school, we were almost able to save 400 lives, which is just incredible in, in a span of a month. And the Move for Mana team, there's about 22 students. We did a demo challenge, I think, oh, almost a week ago. And we saved four lives, which doesn't sound like a lot. But in two weeks, like you just, and I think lots of people exercise over two weeks. And just even tracking that mm-hmm. for two weeks, you've saved four lives already. So it's just, once again, it's going playing into mindfulness. Like you start working out a little bit more. You start seeing that impact not only in yourself, but in the world. And it motivates you to keep going. Um, so I'm really happy I spoke to you, Miss Lawrence uh, and Miss Bazran, and I really wanted to kick it off on Workout Wednesday mm-hmm. since it aligns so well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm really happy that that's happening. Um, and one thing I also wanted to just bring up is, can you touch on exactly like what is mindfulness? And do you have any apps that you would recommend like for students to use? And do you have any tools or techniques? Mm-hmm. So I think that mindfulness really it is a very individual thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's big overarching definitions of it, but really it's whatever it means to you. And so for me, it's really just trying to be present in the moment. Yes. Um, you know, often our brains are just going a mile a minute. Mine definitely does. And I'm thinking <laughs> about what I have to do tomorrow, what I forgot to do yesterday, like all these yeah. things in the past and the present. Mm-hmm. And mindfulness is really just like trying to rein it in. Just yeah. enjoy being in the moment, focus on, you know, my breathing for a moment or just something mm-hmm. like that to just kind of bring me back to where I am in the present. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just off of that, I totally agree. I think mindfulness can sometimes get lost with, um, you know, you hear the term mindfulness and you're like, okay, meditation, breathing, yeah. I get it. But I think it is so much more than that, even exactly. though those are crucial yeah. parts. But mindfulness may look different for the individual, like Miss Loom said. I think it's just total awareness of, you know, yourself and um, being present in the moment and being able to name feelings. I mm-hmm. think uh, mindfulness is even how you can approach something, um, like, you know, approaching something with curiosity. And again, where approaching something with curiosity is going to, uh, you know, allow you to have more compassion and empathy again on different events that may take place. Um, so yeah, I think again, just highlighting, it's going to look different for the individual. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think just going off what you said, my leadership teacher, she said something the other day saying, if you can name an emotion, you're able to decrease the feeling of it. Like when you're able to acknowledge, okay, I'm stressed right now. What can I do to stop this feeling or to make myself feel better? Mm -hmm. You're able to, to start a plan, to start doing things, you know? when you're not able to like be present, understand like what you're going through, that's when your body like really like shuts down yeah. and it's like, I'm overwhelmed because I don't know what I'm feeling. And now I'm even more overwhelmed because I don't even know where to go from here. For yeah. sure. For and sure. I think, yeah, I think like everyone has a different plan. Like I, like everyone has something that works for them. Like I used to not like meditating at all and mm-hmm. never worked for me. And then I started doing it. And then I just, like I did two minutes, I did five minutes. And then I started noticing like, once I came out from the meditation, I was just like so calm. Mm-hmm. I felt less tense and I feel my stress like in my shoulders, I get really tense. Mm-hmm. And so for me, just trying different things, like coming back to different things, like playing around with things. Everyone is so different. Like we mm-hmm. all go through stress, mm-hmm. but it, it affects us in different areas and yeah. we do different things to 
uh, alleviate it. It's just, it blows yeah. my mind. Yeah. And I think I'm, off of that, uh, even coming back to, again, the individual, just like mindfulness cannot also be triggering certain techniques yeah. for people. Mm-hmm. Like being in total silence can be triggering for someone. Mm-hmm. Closing your eyes can be triggering. So again, I think it, it totally looks different to each individual. And I know you mentioned apps, and there are so many. If you, just, <laughs> yeah. if you just put it in your like app search engine for like you know mindfulness, like there's so many that come that um, that come up, um, and that's you know technology for you. It's amazing when you mm-hmm. have these resources um, right at your hand. Um, some big ones that I can think of are Calm, um, Headspace, yes, I love Headspace, um, Mind Shift. Um, there's a WhatsApp mental health app. Um, yeah, there's, I think, again, if you, mindfulness with, like, if it's looking towards sleeping, mm-hmm. um, you know, eating, uh, mm-hmm. some meditation exercises, because I personally need someone to guide me. I cannot do meditation <laughs> yeah, on yeah. my own. Miss um, Lynn, do you know any? Yeah, um, and one of the ones that I have personally used in the past is one called Insight Timer, oh. um, and it has a, a library of, like, I, I got, there have to be hundreds or thousands of free meditations. Um, and so I use it personally, um, before bed, I have a hard time mm-hmm. falling asleep. And so I put on a sleep meditation and then that just helps me like ease off into sleep. And, yeah, yeah. um, and it has it's so many free ones. So there really are just so many different apps out there. And even if you don't have an app, of course you can do mindfulness. Um, mm-hmm. you don't need an app necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, and a couple of the ones that are my kind of favorite techniques, I really like one called box breathing. Um, and if you come into my office, you'll see, I have it up on a little, uh, little, um, diagram on one of my cupboards. And so basically it's just the idea of imagining a box and you breathe in one side of the box for four seconds, and then you hold your breath mm-hmm. and then you breathe out for the other side of the box for four seconds and you hold your breath for another four seconds. So oh, yeah. kind of like four fours. Um, <laughs> and it just kind of helps you to the idea behind deep breathing, because some people hate deep breathing, but really yeah. it, it just is a way to get oxygen to your body. Yeah. Um, and when you can get oxygen to your body, it actually helps to calm down your brain. Because when we get really, really anxious, everything in our body kind of seizes up and we can't get mm-hmm. the oxygen properly to ourselves. So yeah. that's kind of the idea behind deep breathing. Um, and then the other technique that I really enjoy is one that we call a grounding technique. Um, and so it's kind of like the idea of, of putting you again back into the moment. So it's called five, four, three, two, one. Um, and it really doesn't matter actually what you have as the different, um, the different things you're looking at, but the one that I usually use, um, is something like, and I have to remember because it really doesn't matter. Five things, five things you you see, four things you touch, three things you hear, two things you smell, and then one thing you feel, or if you're eating something, it could be one thing you're tasting. It really doesn't matter all the order you do it in. Um, yeah. but as long as you're kind of like looking at these different things around you to try to connect you back to the world that you're currently in. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, so kind of going back to the whole wellness, sorry, mental wellness week, that's, that's what we're calling this. Um, which days are you guys looking forward to? I know I'm looking forward to the fun Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I could pick one. I think they, uh, are like so strong in a collective whole. Yeah. I think, um, and all of them touch on important topics and, you know, again, anything's off with fun Friday, starting things off with mindful Monday and all the different activities in between. I think it's going to be a really great week. Yeah, for sure. I'm excited. Yeah. I like, I like the matching, uh, what was it Mindful Monday? And then was there like Therapeutic Thursday? Yeah. Was that something yeah. like that? We were all about the alliteration. I yeah. was like, you know what? I was like, what is the word? I'm like, I'm like, it starts with an A. It's not 
algorithm was coming yeah. to my head. I was like, it's not an algorithm. And I'm like, I'll just say matching. And then I'm like, okay. Yeah. Uh, alliteration. There we go. Uh, Miss Clinton would be very upset with me right now. <laughs> um, so I think this is an event you guys want to continue next year, but do you see it becoming maybe not like a month long or seeing like one of those days being like implemented into like a week long schedule. Like everyone at central does like workout Wednesday and stuff like that. Yeah. You know what we'd actually really love in the future to get students more involved, mm-hmm. um, you know, and we we're, we're hoping at some point to get like a student run mental health committee together to help in, in the planning of it. Um, and, you know, in looking at it and even a bigger, bigger form is not necessarily even just a month of it. We would love to see even more mental health, um, mm-hmm, throughout yeah. the curriculum and, and talked about all year long. Um, the the uh, physical and health education department does a great job. It's part of their curriculum, but we'd love to see it even more involved in many more classes. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, and mental health is important all year round. It's not just this one week. Or sure. Yeah, month. exactly. Yeah. Um, so thank you guys for sharing. Last question from me. What do you wish to accomplish from this mental wellness week? Yeah, so I think... Um, to touch on a couple things, um, I think awareness, um, education, a sense of community building. I think uh, with the pandemic and the quarantine, all the restrictions in place, a little reminder of all these, you know, tools and techniques are important right now. Um, and then normalizing mental health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you once more, Ms. Lung and Ms. Lawrence for reaching out and coming on the podcast. Uh, if you're listening and if you have any questions regarding self-care and mental health, you can find Ms. Lung and Ms. Lawrence in the Student Service Center. Speaking on behalf of Denise and myself, we are really looking forward to Wellness Week uh, on Friday. I just, <laughs> I don't know. Um and especially with it being, like, as I said, so close to the school year when, like, emotions and pressures, like, can be at its high, I think it's going to really give students, like, that edge to, you know, just give them a nice break and then motivate them to just finish the school year strong. Mm-hmm. So to end the podcast, uh, the floor is actually all yours to kind of share any final words or tips that you would like with students. Um, I think... Be kind to yourself. Yes. Um, There's so much worry in the world about what's happening around you with other people and things, but you need to take care of yourself before you can take care of other people. Mm -hmm. And I think positive self-talk, self-care, you know, if it's not involved, if your self-care isn't involving you, then you're not getting, um, you're not doing it correctly or what you could really achieve out of it. You need to, um, yeah, just be talking positive to yourself, be kind to yourself. I think it's so important. Yeah. 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 And you know what that reminds me of? Um, a quote from yeah. RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you can't love yourself, how the heck are you going to love somebody else? That's right. Exactly. It's a classic. Like, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, just, it sure. says it all right there. And I was um, just going to touch on like something I learned is like, in order for you to love yourself, like you don't have to love necessarily everything about yourself. Like mm-hmm. that's something I learned. Like, just myself and I think like social media and and culture like we're so obsessed with like perfection Mm -hmm. that like we assume oh that person's so confident because like they're so beautiful and like everything about them is like perfect that's not true they just have confidence and they're just proud of like what they have and they show it right Mm -hmm. so for me like I was so obsessed with well 
you know, I have to look a certain way, like in order to be happy with myself. And I've kind of learned, I'm like, yeah, no, like, that's not it. Like, who says, oh, you look this way, you're more happy. So for me, it was just like, acknowledging, like, you know, I love myself, and I need to take the time to show myself that. And Mm -hmm. also, um, just to associate, like, for me, like, um, happiness was associated, or like self worth was associated with like grades and marks. And so for me, and I and I like, and I really want to say this for the high school students, like being a grade 12 student, that's something like my most valuable piece of advice is that I used to associate like marks and self worth. So for me, my self care, like my own health would come second, because I was like, well, I want that 99. I want that 100. But I learned I'm like, why am I putting like and grades are important. But why am I putting grades at the forefront when like I get that grade, I move on, right? Mm -hmm. My health is always going to be there. And if it's deteriorating over time, Mm -hmm. then what am I doing, right? Like, I'm just like, setting myself up for disaster. So for me, just, you know, be nice to yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Like, just just put yourself first, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and just be in the present, like your marks aren't really gonna set yourself apart, like in the future, like 20 years from now, like, Mm -hmm your health is so much more important than that. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really important that like people acknowledge, like put yourself first, Mm -hmm. like be a little selfish, like take those moments, right? Yeah, and I like how you mentioned that you don't have to necessarily love everything about yourself. I think we can all recognize that each individual has something to improve on. You know, like for me, I should improve on being an extrovert because now (laughs) I'm kind of sad that I'm an introvert. (laughs) (laughs) But... Um, that's something that I can improve on. I can improve on my math skills. I can improve on my language skills. There are so mm-hmm. many things that I can do to improve my on myself that I see in other people, but I kind of expect myself. You know, there are these things that you kind of set standards on yourself, mm-hmm. and then when you can't achieve that, you blame yourself. So that's something everyone needs to recognize, and I think just being able to accept that fact, being able to accept that there are things that can be improved mm-hmm. is a great step to starting to love yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Comparison really is the killer of joy. Yeah, like is. I just think you need to just put your head down, go on your own path and mm-hmm. just yeah. do you right. But, so, also, you do but you. also not to minimize that that can be difficult. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. for sure. Easier said than done. Totally. <laughs> and, and same for me of like, you know, having acceptance in situations yeah. that I don't have control over mm-hmm. or like, you know, some of the, the things that are going on in my mind, you know, I'm my greatest, they always say, you are your greatest critique. Yeah. And just like mm-hmm. being aware of that and, you know, slowly trying to be positive to yourself and be kind. Yeah. It's yeah. a lifestyle. It's not yes. just a <laughs> flip the switch. Okay, yeah. here we yeah. go. Yeah. 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 Um, well, thank you guys so much. That was a great interview. I think the students will love it. I think it's something they'll resonate with. Uh, For the viewers out there, next week we will be interviewing one of the PMs from Student Council, Ali, and getting details on how student government runs and how you can be a part of it next year. This was the fourth episode of Burnaby Central's official podcast, High School's Weird. I'm Bella. I'm Denise. I'm Miss Lawrence. I'm Mrs. Loon. And this was all the questions you have been dying to ask and all the answers you've been begging to hear. Until next time, Wildcat. You keep your head up, oh, and you can let your head down, hey. You gotta keep your head up, oh, and you can let your head down.